Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. How's your week been? My week has been, well, it started off a little hairy, but it got a lot better. My husband was out of town um, all through last weekend up until Tuesday. And man, when he went away, it really made me realize how much I had come to rely on my morning routine, which involves him to a great degree. And when that routine shifted, when he went away and I had to adjust things, it's not as though it started to take more time, but everything like completely changed the cadence, the order of things. And it was amazing to me that as that routine shifted, so did the rest of my day, my energy, my ability to get things done, and just the way that I like to flow through a day. So I share that because I believe that your routines, which are just, you know, a set of behaviors, systems, habits that you have in place, are either making your life a lot better or a lot worse. And while we can't, you know, assume that we can plan for everything or have a system for everything because, hey, life likes to mix things up a little bit, right? But when you have a system, a plan, a routine, a way of doing things in the morning and at night, there's a sense of predictability, both for yourself and the people that you live with. And there's also a sense of automation in the sense that when things go as they go because they always go that way and because you have certain behaviors in place, it takes the guesswork out of your mornings and your evenings and it just eliminates a lot of cognitive load, right? So when you have to wake up every morning and just recreate your entire system and routine every morning, that's pretty exhausting. So all that to say, when my husband came home and I immediately sort of dropped back into my regular morning routine, it made my day go by better. I had more energy. I had more focus and clarity. And it wasn't just necessarily because my husband was home. It's because my morning shifted back into that routine that I've taken so much time and care to cultivate And when you have a good morning routine, it really does set you up for a better day. So I share that just as a little encouragement for you to look at your routines because like I said, your routines are actually making your life better or they're making them worse. And the good news is that you get to choose your routine. Obviously, you don't get to choose the surprises life throws your way, but to the degree that you can live in some sort of a process or a system it's helpful. So in the spirit of routines, today I'm sharing my favorite routine, which is monthly planning. In a previous podcast, I shared how I break down planning for the last 90 days of the year. Now, today I'm going to share with you a, a video that I uh, recorded for YouTube, but the audio is very still very helpful of how I take that 90-day plan and then hone in on one specific month. So we're, we're honing in on October and I share, you know, how I plan projects and tasks and cast out process for capturing all the things I need to do to, in order to hit a deadline that I've set for myself. 
I talk a lot about it from a business context, but you can use my context and apply it to your own work or what you do at home in your own personal projects. So getting into a system of planning at the top of every month and week is so helpful for creating that structure that enables you to move forward with more confidence and clarity that you got a bit of a hold on the way things are going in your life, right? And it gives you the energetic and cognitive space to deal with the surprises that then come up in life. It just sets you up for more success. And that is something that I love to see my ADHD clients walk away with when they are working with me, that you know they're able to understand themselves a bit better, create systems, habits, routines that support who they are and what's important to them, and then go off into the world and be their best self. I know it sounds cliche, but that's exactly what it is because they now have a higher understanding of what they need and they've built some structure and support to really make that happen for themselves. So just a few other housekeeping things. I have a few more one-on-one coaching spots open. I'm not going to take too many more clients for the rest of this year. So if you are interested in working with me, head to itsadhdfriendly.com forward slash coaching. And I'll also leave the link in the show notes and uh, you can find out more about my packages there. Don't get too caught up in the way that I've structured the packages in terms of, you know, the entrepreneur one or the burnout to best self one. Every package for one-on-one coaching is curtailed to exactly what the individual needs and not, you know, the way I've structured the package. Also, as a heads up, I'm planning to do a conversation with an intuitive who also has ADHD, and we are going to be having that chat this month, so I hope to get that interview out to you soon. I am so interested in the intersection between ADHD and intuition because I feel very strongly that if we connect to our intuition more and have some tools to really understand our own personal guidance from a gut level, it can really help us improve our life, make better choices and decisions that are more aligned with who we are and what we want. So I'm so excited for that. You'll hear a mention of it in the recording I'm about to share with you. And on that note, we're ready to go. So enjoy this planning with me session and have a great week, guys. I'll see you next Friday. Y'all, where did this year go? (laughs) We are staring down the barrel of the last 90 days of 2022, and I just can't believe we're here already. So in my last video, I went through my plan for the last 90 days of 2022 and how to plan it with intention based on what it is I want to accomplish in the rest of this year, kind of sharing some of my tips and the way I think about it. So if you haven't seen that video, I would highly recommend taking a look at that when you're done with this one. But today what I want to do is take the goal that I've set for myself for the last 90 days and break that down into actionable steps based on this coming month. So if you're somebody who struggles to get that planning and organization piece down on paper, this process is going to be really helpful for you. And by process, I mean the actual act of sitting down, forecasting what it is you want to do, and then doing it and checking back and reviewing your progress. That's the process. The system can be whatever you want it to be. I use a couple of different systems. So right now I'm using the Rocketbook Panda Planner as the thing that sits on my desk that I can take quick looks at, but I also plan everything in Notion. 
I just like to have a digital and written format, and this system really works for me. So you pick a system that works for you, and let's dive into October planning so that we're starting off on the right foot. So this is my system that I use in Notion, and as you can see, I do this process every week and every month and every quarter. So right now, this is the week that we're in, but we're going to start with our September wrap up. So usually what I do at the end of the month is run through this and finish everything up. So I have a good sense of where I am in September. So I'll show you that very briefly. I always start off with my one thing at the beginning of the month. And for this month, it was to deliver a kick-ass beta program for Distraction Action. And it is going so well. We're about halfway through now. And the program itself will be available October 15th for anybody who feels like they don't have the clarity they need to move forward on their goals. But for right now, I'm doing a live session with this small beta group and it's going wonderfully. These are the words I chose for myself as we were coming into September. And what I'll do now is just reflect on like a success, a challenge, and a lesson that I learned in this month, add in all of my stats based on my social channels and my email list. And I'll also assess the month in terms of energy. I actually just got diagnosed with Hashimoto's this month, so my energy has not been awesome. One thing I love doing every month is determining what I love doing and what I didn't love doing, because I am always trying to move towards eliminating the things in my life that I don't enjoy doing and doing more of the things that I love. Like I love doing these videos. I love planning. I love cleaning. What I don't love doing is taking the dogs to the vet. My husband's much better at doing that. And then of course, I always pick something to manifest every month and every week. This month, I wanted to really manifest an amazing experience with my beta group. And I would definitely say that that has come to fruition. So then I'll do some business reflections and just ask myself some questions that will help me get a sense of where I'm going, what's working, what's not. On the very last day of the month, I will also wrap up my revenue by looking at all of my various different sources of income and totaling them up so I know exactly how much I made in the month. And when I have any intuitive hits, I always add those in just so I can track them. I love tracking my wins. I would definitely say that my wins this month was selling out the program and the execution of the program, which has gone extremely well so far. And then some personal reflections and personal spending. But what I really want to spend some time on right now, because this will help me decide what I want to do in October, is reflect on my September goals. So I have a book on intuition that I'm reading right now. I haven't finished that, but I'm getting close. So I'm sure I'll have that done by the end of the month. I set a goal to record at least three modules of my program. Check. I've actually done more than that. I also want to complete all the content for this program. I'm developing the content as we go. So that is laser targeted on my audience of driven women who want to get things done, but they just have way too much going on in their heads. So that has been super successful. And I do believe that I'll have that content wrapped up by the end of this month. I made a commitment to go on one artist date which was not Target, because that seems to be where I always take myself. So the thing that I did this month for my artist date was hiring an intuitive. This woman was amazing. I've been listening to her podcast for a long time, and I thought I would really like to do this just to see what she says. I don't know how I feel about psychics and intuitives, but I'm curious. So I booked an appointment with her, and we had a really great chat, and she was extremely specific about things that I was very shocked about. So that was my artist date for this month, and I actually have a plan to interview that intuitive on my podcast. 
I had a goal of trying two new restaurants, which I did. I wanted to organize the laundry room. Check. I got that done this weekend and it felt amazing. I also found my landscapers for this month. So I'm glad I got that off my plate. A couple of more things that I've yet to accomplish. One was starting to work at coffee shops, but I haven't had a chance to do that yet because it's still like in the 90s here in Texas and I don't want to sit inside. So sitting outside was not an option this month. I will move that to October. And my last goal was to reach 2,500 subs on YouTube. I think I'm at around 21, 22 right now. So I'm a little shy of that goal, but still really happy with the growth that I've had on this channel since I started. So when I look at these goals, now I know what I want to focus on in October. My 90-day plan is to continue to work towards my revenue goal for the year. I don't know that I'll hit it. It's a little pie in the sky, but I'm going to do everything I can to roll that out. So on that, I will be launching Distraction to Action as an on-demand program on October 15th, and I will be promoting that throughout the year. And then in December, I will relaunch that program as a live coaching session. So you'll have the on-demand modules and you'll also be a part of a group. And the way I'm thinking about doing this is that anybody who buys the on-demand program can then upgrade to be a part of the live group coaching session in January if they want, or they can choose just to stick with the on-demand program. So I'm really hoping that that strategy will enable me to meet my revenue goals in a way that's in alignment with my energy because I just don't want to overcommit myself for the rest of this year. So on that note, it's time to open a new document for October of 2022 and get that started. Now, I won't bore you with every detail here, but what I do want to share with you is how to take a goal and create a project around it and then create tasks underneath that project in order to see it through to fruition. So my next big project, in addition to delivering the program live right now, is to complete the on-demand program and set up a launch schedule for October 15th so that people can then purchase that program for the rest of the year. So I'm gonna go ahead and start a new project and that's gonna be Distraction to Action On Demand. The status of that project is now active and it is my second priority for October, my first priority is to deliver excellence to my live group that I'm coaching right now. I have all of these projects developed under a pillar of some kind. This falls under my business pillar, but it also falls under professional development. I like to list out the type of project that it is and then assign a due date and then go through a process of actually building out tasks for this. But I always like to start with why. What is this aligning to and why is this important to me? And the reason this is important to me is because it's serving my audience. It's something I feel very aligned to and very strongly about. And it's also another asset that I'm building in my asynchronous business where I have offerings that people can do at any time as opposed to me having to show up and be somewhere every day, which is something I don't like to do. So that is my why for this project, and it is very motivating. I will not have a problem starting this task. And then I also like to cover what does done look like. And I think this is a really important one for ADHDers because very often we set goals for ourselves and we may even achieve them, but because we're not necessarily paying attention to what the milestones are, we just blast through or we take a different direction. Things don't turn out exactly as we anticipated because we haven't actually taken the time to anticipate what that's supposed to look like so we could stop and appreciate what we just completed and then move forward with our next goal. So I always like to look at 
What does done look like? And for me, that is a well-marketed program that is live and ready for purchase. And the value statement is very clear. And I have people going through it and really loving it. That's what done looks like. And with this particular project that I have, I always consider any sort of budget things, like am I going to do Facebook ads? Am I going to do any other type of paid promotion? And then I break down the tasks. So what needs to be done in order for this to be live by the 15th? I've got to complete all the content. I have to have somebody go through it and edit it. I need to have some graphics done for it. And then I need to plan out my promotion schedule and really start talking about this. So all of those tasks will get detailed in this project file where I will list out the exact thing that I need to do, when it needs to be done by, and approximately how long I think it will take to do so that I'm very clear on all of the things that are dedicated to this one specific project. And then I will go over to my Google Calendar and I will actually block time out to get this done in such a way that it'll be ready for launch on October 15th. So you're holding me accountable on this one. So that is just one of the projects that I'm gonna be doing in October. And to be quite honest, it's probably probably the only thing that I'm really going to focus on outside of getting myself into those coffee shops, going on an artist date, trying new restaurants in the area and planning our vacations for next year. But I would be remiss if I didn't say that in all transparency, even though I go to great lengths to plan my months, they rarely end up looking exactly the way I plan them. Sometimes I forget to do things, sometimes life happens, and sometimes I'm fighting my ADHD brain that just doesn't feel like doing certain things. And I say that because based on what you saw there, it can look like I have my snizzle together, but I don't always have my snizzle together. I just try the very best that I can to plan in advance because that gives me a sense of peace and really helps me to manage my anxiety. When I go through my days without a plan, I end up in like willy-nilly land where I'm extremely busy doing a whole bunch of nothing. And that's really not a great place for me to be in because I start feeling really bad about myself. So this system is what I have affectionately coined my peaceful productivity system where I set up a plan, I have it in a bunch of different places so that I can't forget the things that I've planned and I do my very best to follow through, but I'm also cognizant of the fact that I tend to overschedule and I give myself enough time so when things don't get done when I want them to, there's a buffer there. So I hope that whole process was helpful. I hope there's something you can take away from it. And if you have any questions or struggles around planning, let me know in the comments. I would love to hear what your process is or if you even have a process. And if you don't, does this inspire you to start? On that note, guys, I'll see you in the next video. Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.